0: Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, effective, natural solutions, and powerful lifestyle changes so that you can become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Today we are diving into a topic that just might change your life. I have a feeling that you are looking for radical self-healing, especially if you have struggled with a health issue for some time and still don't have the answers that you're looking for. Before we get started, I want to ask you a question that I asked my patients and readers for many years. And that is, are you ready for powerful natural solutions? If the answer is yes, then I have a special treat for you today. This episode is packed with some powerful solutions that you can begin to implement today. But my favorite thing about this episode is the special gift that I have for you. I created a wellness ritual guide that can get you started on your road to radical self-healing many of the rituals featured in this guide have guided me towards radical self-healing and there are no words for the gratitude that i feel for feeling whole again now if feeling whole is something that you seek go to my show notes at drmarisa.com drmariz .com, episode three and download this powerful gift now, since this is only episode three, I realize that we are still getting to know each other. I want to continue to share my healing journey and why this journey has led me to this point, spending time with you today. Now, back in episode one, Become a Healer in Your Own Home by Reinventing healthcare. I shared my 15-year journey of overcoming chronic migraine pain and how it led me on my path to writing six books on nutrition and essential oils, along with my upcoming book in 2019 on women's hormone health and natural solutions. Let me tell you how giddy I am about my upcoming book because I simply can't wait to share it with you. Now, the second part of my healing journey was the most challenging for me. And to be honest with you, this is a journey that has continued for many years up until today. I find myself on this epic wellness journey, and I'm grateful for that because I know that I can relate to a lot of the issues and health conditions that women are dealing with today. I feel like I've walked in your shoes in that way. So for many years in my mid-20s and really late 20s, my body was trying to tell me something. And I just didn't do a great job of listening at first. I think that happens often when we're just so busy. Initially, it started as a whisper. So it was hard to hear. I felt like a lot of the things that I was dealing with, like occasional migraines, abnormal periods, occasional stomach discomfort. I was tired when I woke up and I was carrying around over-the-counter pain meds in my purse for neck and head tension. But it felt like par for the course of just being busy, on the go, serving patients, just having a lot on my plate. I don't know. For me, it always feels like with women, we kind of just shrug a lot of this off. And this was very much the case for at least a couple of years that I remember experiencing these symptoms. I just didn't put two and two together. And again, took my Advil or I took whatever I was taking and just got up and continued to serve, even though I knew better. Well, then I started experiencing some pretty serious hormone issues. I mean, stuff that really woke me up. And that stemmed from two key areas. One, my family lineage. And two, my lifestyle. And let me tell you, lifestyle was playing a major role in this health dilemma I was experiencing. But it's important to know that I do come from a lineage of hormone chaos. My grandmother and my mother suffered from hormone issues throughout their life. And it finally hit me like a Mack truck when all of these health concerns started to really add up that were related to hormonal imbalance. And then, as I mentioned before, my lifestyle, it was really revolved around handling priorities with a lot of urgency. Growing up, my mom was a single mom, and she worked really hard to take care of us. She was always on the go with a million priorities. She was a super mom with a super career at the same time, trying to make it all work. And there were so many times that she really struggled with what Dr. Libby Weaver calls rushing women's syndrome. Now, really quickly, in case you've never heard of rushing women's syndrome, or you can kind of imagine what rushing women's syndrome is, I know that I have been the epitome of rushing women's syndrome since I was a little girl. I remember when I was in high school, we'd get like those five minute or eight minute breaks, whatever they were in between classes. And I was running around the campus trying to go from one thing to the next, turning in a paper here, student council over here. I even met with the principal. I mean, it was crazy. I was in every activity that you could possibly imagine. I was literally living the life of rushing women's syndrome as a teenager. But rushing women's syndrome is what is scientifically known as the sympathetic nervous system dominance. And when we think about sympathetic nervous system, you think about fight or flight or that feeling of just chronic stress where you're wired and tired. That's always a great way of describing, at least for me, when my sympathetic nervous system is up, it definitely feels like I'm really wired and tired. And so the sympathetic nervous system dominates and there's biochemical changes that drive the body. And it's oftentimes being driven by constant to-do lists, a sense of urgency, literally in our everyday lives. my husband always, back in the day, described me, he's like, you're always rushing off to do nothing. You're just always in a rush. You're always on the go. And I get that so much from my mom and my grandma. So as you can imagine, these early whispers seemed rather normal. And as I mentioned before, par for the course for a very busy, productive woman at my age. What I ultimately realized is that my body was trying to tell me that I was out of balance and something needed to shift before the big health crisis unfolded. As I started on my journey of healing, I began to realize that millions of women were dealing with some of the same issues, stress, exhaustion, mood issues, weight gain, hormone conditions, headache, pain. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I knew that my work was going to be around providing education and solutions to women to get their bodies back on track. And so luckily, I know that I'm not alone on this quest. It's been such a privilege to get to serve women and be on this podcast, to run this podcast, and to come from a place of experience. And because I can remember falling out of balance for the first time in feeling the headaches come back, carrying that tension. I used to get sick all of the time, sore throats, immune system compromised. I started putting on weight, but I remember the big moment. You always have those big kind of eye-opening moments where it felt like everything was kind of crashing down upon me. And I remember waking up one morning after getting eight to seven hours of sleep. I've always been a good sleeper. That's never really been the issue. But I remember waking up and I remember thinking I I literally could not lift my head up off the pillow. And I had to be in the office, I think by 830 or nine. And I didn't know how I was going to get dressed, do all the things that it required to get into the office. And I remember distinctly like crawling out of bed, just willing myself to get up and go to serve women who were literally dealing with the same thing that I was dealing with. And that was that. That was the moment where I realized that something was very, very wrong. Like I could not continue to ignore these whispers. And I don't know if you have experienced these or you're experiencing these whispers right now, right? Those signs that are telling you that your body is just not functioning properly. So It was time, when I really recognized what was going on, it was time to channel into some self-care, some lifestyle adjustments, really big, until I began to feel like my old self again. And so often, it's what women are looking for, is how do I get back to my old self? Now, a lot of women ask me, how do I know if my body is out of balance? And what I've learned is that many women do have a hard time recognizing that their bodies are telling them something because there's so much background noise. Modern day life is super noisy and keeps us really busy. No wonder we are the epitome of rushing women's syndrome, or at least definitely I was. It's really difficult to listen to your own needs when there are so many other needs to be met. And it took me a while to understand that my symptoms weren't the problem. They were just messages from my body as an attempt to survive my crazy life being pulled in so many directions. Like possibly you felt, whether you have families or not, And to give you a better sense of what these messages look like, I'm going to have you grab a pen and paper really quickly, because I always think this is a great exercise to kind of get some clarity around what is going on. And as you're grabbing that pen and paper, I'm going to explain what I want you to do. I want you to write down a check mark or an X. So just keep making little checks, like check, 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 or an X if you're experiencing any of the symptoms that I am mentioning. So here we go. Here's my list of questions. Are you sleeping well? Do you get sick often? Are you getting sick like three plus times a year? Are you worn out by 3 p.m.? Or do you wake up in the morning exhausted? Is your gut acting up? Do you feel bloated? Are you dealing with gas, constipation, or maybe heartburn after meals? Are you saying things like, I got to go? I'm in a hurry. I'm super crazy busy. Are you feeling wired and tired? Is your libido in the crapper? Like, Would you much rather cozy up with a book than cozy up with your partner? Do you get headaches a couple times a week, particularly tension headaches, maybe in the afternoon or in the evening? Are you experiencing any chronic pain or tension? Do you not feel at home in your own body? Do you feel like things something isn't right, but you're just not sure what it is? Do you feel like your mood changes from one day to the next? And that was definitely me. (laughs) Mood swings all day. Now, if you answered yes to two or more of these questions, your body may be trying to tell you something. These are not areas to ignore. Your body will tell you when you are out of balance. So it's important to ask, what is your body saying no to? And what, yes, is your body asking you to finally make? I'm just going to repeat those questions really quickly because these are such important questions. One is, what is your body saying no to? Is it food? Is it the long days? Is it the lack of exercise? What, what is it? What is it that your body's saying no to? And then what, yes, is your body asking you to finally make? What is it that your body is going to be so happy that you're finally doing that inherently you know is the right thing for you? So ultimately, your body is surviving the go, 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 and maybe is responding to something that needs to change in your life. So now that we covered a little bit of what it looks like to be out of balance, I really want to dive into the topic today, which was the unexpected solution to radical self So I'm ready to give you what that unexpected solution is. Now, the unexpected solution to self-healing is to get back to a place of vitality, and it took me many, many years to understand. So that solution to self-healing, it's self-awareness and intuition. The first step is listening to your body's messages and wisdom, and that requires a level of self-awareness. When we begin to experience the signs and messages, we can then begin to implement a plan that gets us back on track. Thousands of women are suffering from Russian women's syndrome or adrenal fatigue or hypothyroid or a combination. Maybe it's misdiagnosed as depression and anxiety. At the end of the day, what matters when it comes to really getting your body back on track is being self-aware. And I will tell you, that self-awareness was turned off in me for as long as I could remember. I was never told to listen to my body. I was never told to listen to what I needed. And that's really the big message for me telling you today is to just take a moment and listen to what your body needs. So often we say yes to the things we should be saying no to, right? Especially when it comes to our health and, and wellness. And so often we ignore the yes that our body is looking for. So I want to pose a challenge to you because you're with me today, right? You're with me. So let's, let's bring the challenge on. The question of the challenge I want to bring to you is do you have the courage to listen to your body and claim the health and vitality that you deserve, Now, I know that I'm all in, but I want to know, are you with me? And I feel like I'm hearing a lot of yeses right now. So now that feeling pretty good about you saying yes to this challenge of the courage to listen to your body and claim the health and vitality that you deserve, I want to dive in on how to do this one step at a time because I couldn't share with you the unexpected solution to radical self-healing without a game plan. I feel like that would not be very fair. So let's go into my steps, literally the way that we're going to get this done for you. Step one is connecting into your inner pilot and addressing the root cause of the issue. Like I mentioned before, I named a lot of symptoms about what was going on with my body, but those were just the symptoms. There was truly a root cause that I needed to get to. So basically, again, the solution here, it's the self-awareness listening to your body so why doctors may know the enzymes that work in your gut or the anatomy of your organs better than you do only you know what's best for your body your body is indeed your business you're the ceo you're running the show so listen to your intuition and trust what it tells you illness is often a wake-up call right a warning sign that the root cause is there so what is going on to drive that illness or those messages If an unfulfilled job, constant deadlines, or a toxic relationship is the root, it's time to start to make a change there too. An important question to ask yourself, is this serving me and my body? This is a big question. Always be asking yourself, is this serving me and my body? Another one that I love is, do I feel ownership of my life and the choices regarding my health? Again, do I feel ownership in my life and the choices regarding my health? And the last one I love to ask is, what does my body need in order to heal? What does my body need in order to heal? Is it different foods? Is it more time out? Is it ending that toxic relationship? Is it doing a job that fulfills you and makes you happy? What is it that your body needs in order to heal? Now, number two, step two, is write the prescription to your own health by taking charge. Like I mentioned, and you're going to hear this theme throughout all of my podcasts, is you are the CEO. You get to take charge of your own health. You're the boss of your healthcare, And as a woman, you get to create a self-guided action plan towards optimal health for you. Now, inherently, you know that your body is ripe for hearing miracles by staying both empowered and having ownership. You can call upon us doctors and healers and experts for our opinions and support without relinquishing your intuition and your power. And then you get to decide your wellness plan and it may involve nutrition or a detox program or moving your body daily, breathing exercises or having self-care rituals in place to support and nourish you throughout the day. Now number three, step three, is prioritizing the changes that need to take place for you. Now as a woman, We are powerful CEOs of our families, our careers, our projects, our community. We are incredible multitaskers, but we oftentimes forget to prioritize ourselves every day. Our health is equally as important as anyone else. And I always want you to know that when you're taking care of you, then you can show up even bigger for other people. So it's what we do every day for our bodies that really makes a difference in everything else that we do for other people for years to come. Our daily habits powerfully impact our quality of life. You may not do things consciously, but if you pause, you will see how these things, these habits, these activities are affecting your mood, good or bad. If you don't have any rituals to uplift you, I want you to stop and ponder and ask yourself what nourishes your soul? What makes you happy? What makes you feel good? And take time in your day where you can put things on hold and take a moment to reflect and create an experience that you will truly savor. So get out your calendar right now. It could be your phone. I've got my phone right in front of me. I am, if it's not in my phone, it is not a date. If it's not scheduled, it's not happening, right? So get out your calendar or get out your phone, whatever it is. And schedule your core health activities. It could be healthy food prep, prep a thirty-minute walk. You know, earlier today, I did a forty-five-minute walk on this gorgeous hike right at the sunset. So thirty-minute walk, two minutes of breathing, four to five times a day. I actually, schedule breaks with essential oils and breathing to kind of reset. Maybe it's reading a book before bed. I love reading a book before bed. It's one of my cherished moments. It's like a treat for me to read a really great fiction book and I'm reading one right now that just makes me so happy and I'm almost done with it. You guys ever read a book and you're almost done with it and you're just slowly creeping through it so that you don't finish it? Well, that is happening right now with me. I think I have like 40 pages left. I'm just hoping I don't just blow right through it in the next couple of days. So again, reading a book before bed, schedule your core healthy habits until they are second nature. Don't think about making a green smoothie, gratitude journaling, well, what I mean is that I don't think about these things. I think about my daily habits and I don't think about making a green smoothie. I don't think about gratitude journaling, using essential oils to manage stress, taking a 10 minute walk in nature, just getting a little bit of sun because it's ingrained in my DNA. It's literally what I do every single day. And I know that those little wins really do move the needle for me. Number four is have courage and compassion to begin to make changes. This one is huge. Now, as I mentioned before earlier, that you deserve a body that works for you. Goodness knows we all do. And it's going to take courage to begin to make the changes to put you first when it comes to your health. The first step is deciding that it's time to make some changes, right? You got to decide, okay, my body needs some big changes. My health deserves big changes. And they don't necessarily have to be big changes, but start by integrating habits and rituals that would get your body back in balance. Maybe it's a glass of water with lemon juice every single morning that becomes a part of that ritual. Maybe it's a tea at night that really helps to calm and relax your body. You know, what is it that you can begin to integrate that is small and simple that really helps and lends to nourishing you? Now, you may also need assistance on this journey, so I highly recommend reaching out to someone who can guide you to the root cause, preferably a functional practitioner with a whole body approach, like a chiropractor, naturopath, a nutritionist, acupuncturist, someone who's really geared on getting to the core root of the problem. Now, in some of these habits, you may make our lifestyle. Like I said, maybe a toxic relationship or a job or a stressor needs to go. And a great way to figure these things out is to ask yourself if these things are serving you. And learn to say no to things that aren't serving you. So what I love in particular with this is to write down, you know, I think journaling is such a great way to get out what's really going on inside. And so ask yourself if it is a job or if it is a relationship or it is, maybe it's something you signed up for, an obligation that you dread going to every single day. It doesn't even fuel you. I want you to sit down and write out whatever that activity is and ask yourself, is this serving me? Does this make me feel good? And if it doesn't and it can go, I would just remove it. Now, it's okay to say no to new projects or unnecessary to-do lists. Focus on activities and a project that excites you and fuels your joy, vitality, but doesn't deplete you, right? Don't do the things that deplete you. And I recognize that not all things get to go, but find out the things that do get to go and then move them aside. You don't need to squeeze that extra thing on your list that ensures you don't have time to eat or even go to the bathroom. You know, how many of you have skipped eating to get to the next activity? And my hand is raised super high right now. I can't even count my times I've missed eating, missed going to the bathroom to squeeze that little extra obligatory thing on my list, right? Because it was on the list. I think you get the point. Number five is what are your favorite habits and rituals that really set your soul on fire, that really, like, that you love to do on a daily basis? So here they are. I want to talk a little bit about what are some good ones that you could really cue into. Number one is nutrition is foundational. And I know you know this. You can absolutely reset your health and get your body back in balance with your fork. Food and beverages are information for your body. That's right, information. Your body's receiving that information and doing something with it. So we wanna make sure that you're conveying the right information when you put that food into your mouth. Now, when it comes to nutrition, start by adding the good things in and see how quickly they crowd out the bad. So I'm not a big... I'm not a big fan of just telling you what you should not eat. I'm a fan of bringing in the good and then slowly the bad just kind of moves to the wayside. I'm a huge fan of green smoothies, savory breakfasts, reducing sugar and foods that inflame the body, eating real food always because it's crucial, and I have a ton of real food recipes in many of my books, and I will be featuring a lot of incredible real food nutritionists and doctors on this show, I know you guys had an opportunity to listen to Dr. Kellyanne on episode two. And I just have so many more. JJ Virgin's coming on. Dr. Vincent Pedre is coming on. You're going to love the amazing practitioner who's going to come in and talk about how you can really change the game with food. Now, remember, I always love to give a couple of things that I love. Remember, eating the color of the rainbow when it comes to fruits and veggies are crucial for cofactors, adaptogens, micronutrients that are involved in hormone production and regulation. Aim to consume, if you can, seven to 10 servings of plants per day because you want the live enzymes, the fiber, the micronutrients as I mentioned before because these are the cornerstone to supporting your busy life. And then success rewards the planner, so please come prepared. When it comes to making healthy food choices, try to be prepared with healthy, easy choices like pre-cut veggies and hummus, almonds, hard-boiled eggs if you can tolerate them, green smoothies for on the go, foods that energize you and don't deplete you like guacamole and cherry tomatoes and carrots. Something you should know about me, just in case you didn't, is I am obsessed with avocados and I'm a little bit extra like guacamole. Now, also, it's important how we eat. As a busy woman, I make sure to sit down and take five to seven deep breaths before I start to eat so that I am more mindful of how much I'm eating and that I'm actually enjoying the food that I prepared. Now this habit is so important, as you can imagine the rushing woman version of me literally shoved food down my face so quickly I didn't even know what it tasted like because I was always on the go. I'd eat in the car, I would eat standing, I'd eat on the move. I mean, literally the opposite of what someone's supposed to be doing. And the reason for this is that it allows you for your digestive system to actually work for you so you can be in that parasympathetic rest and digest state. So you're getting all of that good information, all those good nutrients. Next, what's equally important to me besides slowing down for eating, but that motion is life. So moving your body reduces stress, supports heart health, and allows key nutrients to get into the body. Moving our body also assists in our chemical messages throughout the body. So when it comes to exercise, I always recommend getting where you fit in and do what you love. There are so many ways to move your body. Even walking is incredibly beneficial. As I mentioned, I was out on a walk today. So go out and enjoy nature while you're out on a walk. Get that sunshine. Maybe even put your feet on the grass. You know, recharge your energy, especially when you're feeling depleted. Now, yoga is another way to move your body and lower cortisol levels at the same time. I love to start my day with even 5 to 10 minutes of yoga or go to a class two to three times a week. It does wonders for your body, your soul, and your stress levels. Next one I love, which I think is super easy to integrate, is water. Hydrating is so important. You know, I wrote the water infusion detox book specifically to give people just a different idea like how you can make water fun. I know it's crazy to think that water can be fun. Like how can you dress up your water with with herbs and fruit and veggies and yummy flavors that really make it a joy to drink. What I know is that 70% of adults experience chronic dehydration, leading to aging, inflammation, and gut issues. So the best way to hydrate is to have a water bottle on hand all the time, because when it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And always, like I said, I recommend starting your day with 16 ounces of water in the morning with fresh lemon juice. You're getting all of those benefits, the vitamin C, but also lemon is great for the digestive system and great for detoxifying the body. Now the next one, super important for today, which is to reduce the stress. I know it's easier said than done, but stress is the culprit to our imbalance in life and in our bodies. Stress was the number one reason why I fell into those terrible lifestyle habits, that rushing women syndrome. So this is a major play. And, and as I mentioned to you, this journey for me is continuing and a lot of it has to do with stress. I always bite more than I can chew when it comes to big projects or it comes to serving my community. I'm always trying to do more. So this is important to help to reduce stress because I know for some of you, it's that's going to be a hard battle. You're You're used to doing it all. You're used to wearing that CEO hat. I get it. But luckily, there are many ways to do this, and you don't need to feel overwhelmed by trying to reduce your stress levels. Actually, many of these activities can be quite joyful, because I remember, as I said earlier, that it really needs to be about that joy, asking yourself, does this bring me joy, or does this not serve me? So schedule two hours a week or the weekend for you time to read a book, take a hike, get a massage. Go to a cafe and sip on your favorite matcha latte or a cappuccino, whatever it is you love. Have lunch with a friend. Probably one of my favorite things to do is getting together with a friend. I actually had one of my great friends over this week, Melissa Farley, and she's my done with dieting expert. She's so incredible. She's going to be on the podcast later on. And she is just amazing. She comes over to my house. We, we make matcha lattes. We get our computers out. We connect. It's just so wonderful. It's like a little work date. So, I mean, you could get stuff done and hang out with your friends at the same time. You can cook your favorite meal. And whatever it is that you love, I mean, just set your soul on fire. Another thing that I love to do is I love to have flowers in the house. And I love to pick out the flowers at the farmer's market. I love to cut them and put them in my pretty vases. So I have flowers everywhere all over the house. And I take tons of pictures of my flowers all the time on Instagram because I love them so much. And so that is just a thing. It's a self-care for me. It's a ritual for me to to get them all pretty and ready to show. I oftentimes, I never do Facebook Lives without flowers either. And so if you ever catch me on my Dr. Marisa page on Facebook, you're going to see my flowers during Facebook Live. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Now, Also, I want to recommend some daily things as well. So daily, consider waking up and taking some deep breaths before getting out of bed and starting your day nourishing you before nourishing everyone else. This is so important. Take five minutes to write in a journal or move through a sun salutation yoga pose, which are super easy to look up. Again, schedule three to five minute breaks throughout your day to reset and recharge one of the apps that I really love to use is GPS for the Soul and what it does is it measures your HRV, so it's kind of your heart rate variability rate. So it's measuring your stress resilience and it does this heart rate variability with a camera on your iPhone. Measure the time between heartbeat in that indicator of resilience. The app utilizes heart math technology which is proven to reset cortisol and DHEA which is a hormone connected with cortisol, can really demonstrate if your stress levels are too high. Next, I am an avid essential oil user and essential oil expert. So use essential oils as aromatherapy to reduce stress. My favorite combination is a combination of lavender, bergamot, which is the oil of self-love, and in Langalang, which is a heart-centered oil, as a blend to reset stress levels. Actually pre-make this blend, so I'll do like 10 drops of each in a little vial, and then I'll take two drops onto my hand, rub my hands together, take a deep breath, and then just breathe it out three to five times at minimum, but really getting those beautiful chemical constituents that these oils have to help lower stress levels right there in the limbic brain where your emotional centers are being controlled. And I'll tell you, you breathe these oils in and you will feel an instant reset, instant balance. And that's what I love about oils is they always have them in front of me when I'm working, in my car, in my purse, so I can pull them out when I need them. Now, one of the best differentiators between women who feel empowered and have vitality versus women who are overwhelmed and cranky is really spiritual practice. Even five minutes of Zen meditation can change the game. These are incredible apps. As I mentioned, the GPS for the soul, this is an incredible app. And there are also some great apps. Personally, I love the one called Simple Bean for guided meditation for five minutes up to 30 minutes, depending on the time you have or take a break guided meditation, that's another app that literally helps you to create breaks for reducing stress. And again, using a calming essential oil will definitely help as well. So I like to use the take a break app with guided meditation for five minutes along with a favorite essential oil blend. And again, there's so many blends. If you're looking for blends, definitely check out the smart mom's guide to essential oil book. That has I have a ton of stress blends in there. Now, the last thing I love, too, is playing a song that makes you happy, that fills you with joy. So have a playlist ready to go to release some tension and just put in your earbuds. You could have an impromptu dance party for five minutes. It's amazing what a dance party can do for your hormones, your happiness, and your cells. Now, back to essential oils real quick because I do love how amazing they are, but specifically how amazing they are at increasing energy, supporting hormones, calming mood, and stress. I think of essential oils as bridging the gap to creating healthy habits from eating to working out to getting a restful night's sleep. In our household, we use oils for everything, And they are the mainstay for my busy and happy life. I'm either applying them to support my lifestyle or breathing them in to help with mood support, emotional support, and stress. I love wearing them on my wrist and on my pulse points, like on my neck, behind my ears, on my ankles, on my bottom of my feet. Those are some of my favorite places to put them, but on my wrists most importantly. oils are just one of the first things that I reach to in the morning or before I go to bed at night to support my lifestyle. So just take a deep breath. With citrus oil, or maybe that stress blend I talked about earlier with lavender, bergamot, and ylang-ylang. and what's so great about it is you really get to set the tone for your day. You know, for me, I love citruses and mints, so like wild orange and peppermint are my morning abundance essential oil blend. We have them in our diffusers. I use them when I'm using my journal. I mean, again, you can really punctuate a lot of your rituals with essential oils. Now, another thing that I want you to cue into is inspiration. This is gonna be so important when you're on this wellness journey, creating that radical self-healing. So you wanna start with changes that make the biggest impact for you without being hard on yourself. Again, loving and taking care of yourself is a journey, but you deserve it. You deserve all of the love and the care That you give to so many other people. And please take the wisdom and resources from this podcast today and from this wonderful gift I'm about to tell you about again, and just create the life that you love to live and cue into that radical self-healing that really nourishes you from the inside out. So now that you're clear on that unexpected solution of self-healing, I really want to set you up for success And as I mentioned earlier, I have that beautiful, beautiful gift that I had mentioned. And that gift, that amazing bonus today, is my top 11 wellness ritual guide that contains morning and evening rituals that can create incredible and amazing wins throughout the day. Now, if you're ready to dive in and create some of those needle-moving rituals to support your vitality and really reclaim your health... All you got to do is go to the link in my show notes for this episode on my website at drmarisa.com episode three. And that is D-R-M-A-R-I-Z-A dot slash episode. And it's just the number three. Well, I want to say thank you so much for stopping by and listening to the Essentially You podcast. This podcast is all for you. Coming up in the next episode, you are not going to want to miss my dear friend. She's like a sister from another mother to me, is Dr. Jolene Brighton, and she's going to be diving into a topic that a lot of us, well, it feels very taboo and in some instances can feel even a little controversial with the landscape of where we are today. But a topic that I know needs a lot of acknowledging and a lot of discussion around it. And it is post birth control syndrome and what doctors don't say about the pill. So again, you're not going to want to miss episode four with Dr. Jolene Brighton because she is a rock star. Now, also, I just want to ask you, I would love to hear from you and what you think about the podcast so far please take a moment to rate and review the Essentially You podcast on iTunes. It would mean the world to me to continue to share this message with women just like you who are ready to take charge of their health by reinventing their healthcare with powerful natural solutions. Well, I'm excited to see you soon and can't wait to catch you on episode four.